Yeah, you are, Bozo. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Caleb, for letting him know. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Autopod Decepticast. This is your weekly podcast that delivers a minute-by-minute breakdown of the 1986 Transformers movie. And this is episode 61. We've broken the hour mark. Mm. We're covering the one hour and one second mark to the one hour and one minute mark. This is going to get harder to say as time goes Mm -hmm. by. Very fun. I'm going to have to get a new vocal rhythm going on here. This is your host, Aaron, talking, and uh, with me are two gentlemen that I pal around with from time to time. We used to hang out a lot, pulling off petty crimes and kidnapping operations on behalf of well-connected elites, but then one day, a mysterious man came into our world, wearing all black. He first vanquished Caleb, both in left and right-handed swordplay on rocky terrain. Then this very man defeated me in what I thought it was my one true talent of hand-to-hand fisticuffs, and finally... He outwitted Ryan in a mental battle sure to go down in the history books. Gentlemen, please introduce yourselves and make a case for why Princess Bride is not the best movie of all time. Inconceivable! That is... What took you down the Princess... This is Ryan, by the way. What took you down the Princess Bride path? Just like that movie? I think I think that uh, I, I've kind of gotten down this uh, theme of trying to have these intros tied to nostalgic elements. Sure, from I, like, the, I love our it. generation. Have you watched? Have you watched? Who the, are you? Uh, anybody want a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Caleb. Have you guys watched the the on Netflix the Andre the Giant uh, documentary? I have not. No. Very good. Oh, yeah. I'll check that out. It's very good. Andre. And and I, I I don't think there's anything bad that I can say about the Princess Bride. I wore that movie out on VHS. There's only one other movie that I've watched more than Princess Bride. Road Warrior. That would be the Road Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Not to fifty. It's like a perfect movie. It's it pretty is. great. It's it's a it's the, a pretty. There are, and speaking of, there are a shortage of perfect breasts in the world. <laughs> it would be a pity to damage yours. Yeah. Why didn't Carrie Elwes become like a megastar? Was that movie not popular at the box office? I That's feel like it question. probably didn't do great. Um, God, I don't know for awesome. sure. Everybody, we have it at our fingertips, but um, he t- he's you know he actually. Is yeah, kind of a middling um, he, he, actor that is serviceable, but yeah, not a star. In, he was strong in glory. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he, and, he has acting chops, and he kind of made a, a small. I guess you would call it a comeback with Saw. Well, don't call it a comeback. Yeah, he's been here for years. Yes, don't call it a comeback. <laughs> I've been here for years. The acting was so great in this movie. You had it was let's, written. Let's, let's, it was written. Let's rock really well. the stars. Carrie Elwes. Mandy Patinkin, who I hear is course. a nightmare to work with. Oh well, let's get into that. I don't. Who was Chris Sarandon? He is the oh, prince. The, that's right. That's right. The prince. Uh, Christopher Guest, of the six fingered man. Andre the Giant. Robin Wright became huge after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter, Peter Falk. Falk. Excuse uh, me. Let me ask you a question. Excuse me. I just have one more question. Which eye? Which eye you want to look into? 
Fred Savage <laughs> and Billy Crystal. And Mark Knopfler did the music, which is interesting because, huh. uh, well, actually, I was confusing him with Mark Mothersbaugh, but <laughs> both of them apparently do lots of film scores. Mark Mothersbaugh from Devo and Mark Knopfler, of course, from Dire Straits. Yes. Directed by Rob Reiner. Carrie Elwes should have been a bigger star. He was super handsome, charming. Mm-hmm. Like why he wasn't in? I remember him. He never being, got a headliner. Like, but him being favorably compared to, um, uh, oh, fuck. Now I'm blanking on the dude's name. Um, the guy who played Ro- uh, Robin Hood. Um, Kevin Costner. No old film star. Uh, he had the same kind of opera presence. <sighs> it was like a 1920s. Starts with an R. Mm. Hold on, I'm gonna find this so that we don't completely. Damn it! This has already put Robin. a big dent in the it's flow. Of the show. <laughs> I'm sorry for. But yeah, but I forgot you did bring up like Carrie Elwes did do Robin Hood Men in Tights, and yes. that was a, I th- pretty. Sure I think that I was said a Prince of Thieves comedy hit, actually, but, but I'm Men uh, in Tights. But the film was a, so Princess Bride was a modest success. It grossed 30.8 million on a 16 million dollar oh, budget. Oh, so yeah. That's Rotten a, Tomatoes. That, it's 97 percent fresh. You can't talk shit about this movie. Absolutely. Who I want to figure out who gave it a poor the review. The 3% that are and like, write, not for me, thank that's you. That's right, I'm going to write a I don't like things letter. that are good and fun. Yeah. It's one of those ones where it's like Back to the Future or Ghostbusters, where it's like, if you don't like this movie, maybe you just don't like movies. Or yourself. Or, <laughs> or like, yourself. Like, just kill yourself. Maybe you're in a bad situation. Oh, I don't, I'm not advocating that. Aaron's views do not reflect the Autopod Decepticast. Yeah, Ryan's don't either. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, before we wrap it up, have you figured out I'm who? Errol Flynn! Okay, good job, Ryan. Thank God. Last episode on the Autopod Decepticast, <laughs> we saw a pretty intense action sequence with a hot rod enabled whirlpool, and, and as we discovered, actually a hot rod and cup enabled whirlpool. I mm-hmm. wasn't giving him enough credit, which launched the fellas out of the tank into a full on battle royale with the sharkies, getting run down, tail torn, bonk bludgeoned, and punched square in the teeth, which is where this minute ends up, or begins, I rather, mm-hmm. I should say. And so right at the hour and one second mark, you'll recall... One might say hot rod on the heels of... (laughs) The last minute. I didn't pre-prepare that. (laughs) Sorry I didn't give you an opportunity (laughs) to to bust out that gem. So the hot rod has just smacked a Sharticon in the mouth. It's dropped. And as we start this minute, the the Sharticon raises. And you can tell something's probably... (laughs) He's not looking good. (laughs) Probably wrong with this guy. (laughs) He's looking messed up. (laughs) He looks a little like an old man with... He reminds me of the Family Guy uh, whistling, oh, yeah. old, like pervy old man. Where you go with that muscle? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so at any rate, he opens his mouth and his teeth just shatter like Fall a broken his... window pane out of his. Is mouth. it time for my mush? <laughs> <laughs> it's not doing good there. So we see a little quick surroundings, and they appear to, I mean, they don't really show emotion, but to the mm. best of their ability, they, the Sharticons seem to be shocked by yeah. by this, uh, but a quickly a more menacing sort of tone mm-hmm. uh, uh, come upon, comes upon us, and back on the defanged Sharky, uh, he, he slashes uh, out at Hot Rod, yeah. Yeah, he, he takes a swipe, who dodges, Hot Rod dodges very well. And he hits one of his homies, tearing the metal armor right it's from his steel skeleton. Pretty gross. <laughs> like, I like it. It is really cool, but yeah, he shreds the, the other Sharticon's his... face, and like it falls away to the inner workings, kind of like we saw whenever we saw the scan of Megatron at uh, at uh, Unicron when he was rebuilding him. Yeah, Ooh. it's we're watching it in uh, frame by frame here. It's a very cool sequence. 
So um, all of a sudden, an uncountable mass of Sharktacons just uh, overtake Cup and Hot. Well, there are more Sharktacons than they have photon charges. So mm-hmm. the Sharktacons jump and dogpile on our heroes. And uh, is it like over for this dynamic duo? Will Prime die? <laughs> <laughs> so you see an, an awesome, another great angled illustration shot from the floor up upon the Quintesson prosecutor who's mm-hmm. getting caught up in the action. He yells, "Execute them!" Which I think is redundant. You don't think you need to yell that, but I know I'm being. He's, uh, you know, he's, he's just getting panicking. excited. Yeah. It's like watching a ball game and, and like, talking shit to the players. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's just like that. And uh, there's kind of a rumbling that uh, comes from the... It seems like it's coming from the entryway behind him. The golden door shakes and falls flat on top of this son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Squish. Which the writhing tentacles... Uh, <laughs> that is an awesome a animation. Minute, or yeah. One hour, 17 seconds. It's really kind of weird and creepy. I mean, I remember killing bugs as a kid. Well, and that's sort of—I know it's not. Ryan will take definitely take problems with it, and I hate to do it today, but I still do occasionally. Um, I can't capture everything, and if it's a recluse spider, I'm just going to kill it. Well, that oh. actually has some danger possibilities, yeah. sure. Especially since I have a little dog that I will do as well. But I learned recently that you know people who are capture spiders and release them outside, and but it turns out like ninety percent of spiders you find indoors were born indoors, so they can't survive outside. And I'm like, now what am I fucking gonna do? Do you I just, just have a box of spiders? I just I yeah, I have a spider box. <laughs> God, that's the name of my band, Spider Box. <laughs> I just have to release them into the basement, so I have arachnophobia going. Yeah, that tentacle animation, though, just from a technical yeah, the whipping is pretty cool. That technical tentacle animation is very cool. The double like, T. It, they do a really good job with that. Mm-hmm. So we got the Dinobots. Slag, Sludge. Yeah, Return of the Dinobots. Slag apologizes, I'm assuming sarcastically, to the Quintesson. Excuse uh, me. And then Swoop flies in with Grimlock right behind, iconically, <laughs> carrying Wheelie on his back. And mm-hmm. guess what? These guys came to party, fellas. Finally, right. like, we see the Dinobots doing something, like, effectual. <laughs> right, yeah, I know. Like, during the battle sequence, I mean, they did try to fight Devastator. They did. And got poorly. their asses kicked. Then they were just assholes while getting attacked on Earth. Although Sl- uh, Sludge did kill the only Decepticon kill we have mm-hmm, in this movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, you're right. Now they're actually contributing. So we only had to wait an hour to see Hot Rod, Daniel, and the Dinobots finally do something useful. That's right. Basically. Uh, Hot Rod was starting a little earlier than that. We got, a little. Giving, let's give him a little credit. <laughs> a little. Uh, so the Sharky Mass diverts its attention from Hot Rod and the cup uh, towards <laughs> the Dinobots. Let me get caught up. Also, if you'll notice, like it, it's random between whether the Sharktacons have three fingers or four fingers. Oh, really? Does it jump back and it forth? It does jump back and forth. Like whenever he slashes, uh, he has like three fingers and a thumb. And then like in the shot we just saw at one hour, uh, 30 seconds, they have two fingers and a thumb like the Ninja Turtles. Or maybe some of them have more. Uh, maybe they're mutants. That makes perfect that's, sense. That's we'll not, go, why not? I'm going to go with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, the Quintessons are experimenting. Figured it Should out. it be three or four fingers? Ooh, it's like, it's That's like, the Quintesson voice? Should it be maybe, three or four? Yeah. Or maybe later they'll reveal a, a, a shark to come that has the fifth finger! <laughs> <laughs> that is why Caleb Carter That's is in this podcast. <laughs> For every seventh episode, he makes a great comment. I try. I try. 
<laughs> so uh, the Dinobots are approaching the scene here, and a group of uh, five Sharticons look genuinely terrified as a giant reptilian hoof just smashes oh, yeah. them. Kills like four of them. And uh, Wheelie pops one in the ass of this slingshot. He's mm-hmm. got to contribute a little bit here. Uh, uh, that Sharkticon runs towards Grimlock as if he's going to do something. Uh, Grimlock roars at him. It's uh, safe to say that the Dinobots have the Sharkies here shook. That's that absolutely. I do also love the shot from inside Grimlock's mouth. That's a cool artistic choice there. Yeah, Very yeah cool. I got the teeth. You, you, you got <laughs> I got teeth? the teeth. Check out my teeth. <laughs> Look at his... We're paused at Boom. one... <laughs> we're paused at one hour and 46 <laughs> seconds. What a goofy angle of yeah. Grimlock's mouth. He really does have a dopey face. Well, they do it here. They're like really trying to accentuate the teeth. Mm-hmm. I mean, the teeth count... The teeth count vary from shot to shot, too. Absolutely. So Wheelie, at this point, hops off of Grimlock, swoop flies into the frame, holding onto a shark to Khan, yep. and releases it into hands. a large group. Yeah! <laughs> I just noticed. I didn't notice that before that either. First time. He's, you, swoop is flying in with a shark to Khan, and instead of using his like back feet? claws, his feet claws, he's using his robot hands. Where it That's is. something you, don't, you do see from time to time, the interaction of robot mode and mm-hmm. alternate mode. Uh, but I did not ever recognize it no, was happening. No, that's movie. at an hour, 40, uh, 49 seconds. Uh, yeah, Swoop is coming in, holding the Sharkticon with his robot arms, and usually <laughs> the combination of robot mode and, and alt mode infuriates me because it's usually like Scourge with his stupid fucking head sticking right. out of his Ugh. body, or Octane okay. with his head sticking out of his body, but this actually is a case where it's, oh, yeah, of course, that's useful. I mean, if you can do it and need to do it, yeah. why not do it? But how come we didn't see Optimus Prime driving down the street in truck mode more often with, with his, his arms, arms out sticking? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe he's clotheslining some people yeah. or something. Well, I think because his arms hold his wheels. <laughs> like, only in the toy. Well... It's a mystery that will never be solved, I guess. <laughs> this is a case where they're not even cheating. Like, like Swoop's arms don't have anything to do with his alt mode. So That's true. I mean, they just would tuck into the side mm-hmm. of his torso yeah. there, as per uh, my version of Swoop. Fans Toys soar. Yes. We'll see. Shout out to Fans Toys. So, uh, he uh, last episode I talked a little bit about a bowling sound effect, and if there's any perfect time for <laughs> it, this would be it, because Swoop releases that Sharkticon into a large group, and uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, he gets a strike, buddy. Well, I mean, he hits like four other guys. Listen, so. some Quintessonian Five bowling is bowling. a four-pin game. I got it, got it, got it. And then uh, we see a shot, yeah, all the Sharkticon shrapnel. It looks like the Sharkticons have turned gray post... Well, maybe not. I see a purple nah, face yeah. over here. All right, I was trying to <laughs> this work that in. That one's pretty jacked right there. <laughs> We're paused at an hour at the 53-second mark. And, yeah, the it's kind of down, horrific. Yeah, the, it's pretty the, brutal. The carnage of, of Sharkticon death that you yeah. see. As Hot Rod and Cup are both kind of recovering, you see Grimlock in the lower quarter of the screen, and he's just like, hey, I'm, I saved your ass. <laughs> and uh, so Hot Rod and Cup stand up. Surrounded by piles of shark to junk, as well as some live yet still stunned shark to mm-hmm. And that's where Hot Rod uh, says, I never thought I'd be so happy to see those big bozos. And Grimlock says, and I'll just finish the line even though it goes yeah, over it the cuts. Me, Gr- me, Grimlock, no bozo, me, king. And that is where the minute. And we start to see, ends. actually, if you look behind his over head, some alicons oh, coming yeah. up over the ridge. I never know. That doesn't play into this movie not at all. At, at all. But mm-hmm. I guess they're just like, fuck, I'm glad I'm not down there. 
Um, I'm yeah. not going to help. I mentioned before I uh, I had to um, the 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 version of the movie that you had given to me, Aaron. I broke it, and so I had to get it off of YouTube. And so I had a bit of an overlap here where I did a lot of talking about how the Grimlock being king. You purchased line. that movie off YouTube. I right? did buy it. Right, I did buy good, it. I right, purchased the 30th you're not anniversary a video pirate. That's right. I want to pay our contributors for their work. FBI warning. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> All right. Thanks for that. <laughs> So, how off is it, second-wise, um, at this it's, point? Uh, I can't, I, it's like 22 seconds off, so oh, I have to kind of like do math. I want to see what is the accounting for that. It's just stuff in the beginning. Is because it doesn't. It starts logos? out with, like, advertisements. Like, like there's, yeah, there's a, like... There's an extra, I don't even remember what it is. It's not an advertisement, but it's an extra, like, bumper for some company or something that presumably helped put it out or whatever. Gotcha. So instead of the, the De Laurentiis logo, it starts with a different one. And then it goes into the De Laurentiis logo. Is this the first mention of Grimlock being king? Yes. Do we get to understand more of why he's saying that? And he's just being boastful. <sighs> like, where did he get that in his head along the storyline here? I. It is introduced here although i will say and this is where i went down this whole rabbit hole of grimlock in the books in the in the comic books um he wears a crown yeah i'm aware of that a large portion of it and is leader of the autobots pretty early he wears the crown when he becomes but i'm just trying to figure out he doesn't just wear it all the time where he where he where did that be why did they include that here in the movie i don't know because that's not in my script either of anything about the i don't think um, I mean, I think he's just negating. He doesn't like being called a bozo, and he's just a king. Calling yeah. yourself a king is just like saying, you know, I'm, I'm better than that, right? You know, so so that's all. I don't think it has any connection to the Marvel universe. It's just a, it's just a statement affirming his, oh, you know, his, okay. his 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 alpha status. Yeah, interesting. I do think though, in the books, he does start wearing the. He might wear the crown as being like king of the Dinobots before he becomes the Autobot leader, but I'm not for sure on that. That's like a, I'm. I've read it all recently, and I'm relatively okay, sure he so doesn't start wrong. wearing it until he becomes the Autobot. Which leader, the way he becomes Autobot leader is fucked up. But <laughs> I'm trying to. Well, and I had just read it, and now I'm trying to remember. I mean, um, Optimus Prime dies. They ultimately ele- Grimlock tries to take control mm-hmm. by force, but then uh, the Autobots reject him. But then the Dinobots came back and saved him out of a situation. I can't remember what that situation they was. Put, it's the reverse button. Well. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Reverse polarities. (laughs) Actually, what it is is um, Grimlock then plans, after they reject him, he plans to attack the Autobots and take leadership. Mm. But then Ratbat sends Trypticon to attack, which is so funny because also this is more of Ratbat being like a a, a manager because he's like, it ends up being Trypticon gets recalled because he's overstayed his like um, fuel uh, oh yeah, like allow- Rat Bat, allotment. Ratbat's such a chief uh, financial officer. Yeah, but basically they come and whenever they're going to attack the Ark, they see Trypticon. The Dinobots see Trypticon attacking, and then it has something to do with a, a human that Grimlock encountered, and he's like he was impressed with her because she wasn't afraid of him. Mm-hmm. And then basically Grimlock starts attacking Trypticon, mm-hmm. and the rest of the Dinobots join in, and so the Autobots elect him leader because he right. saved them, even though he was like. Oh, they're, Trypticon's doing our job for us anyway. Like just earlier in the episode or in the issue, he was going to attack them, mm-hmm. and then they made him leader. But then that quickly turned out to be a mistake because he was not a good leader. No, 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 no. He was he, trying to hunt down Goldbug and Blaster, and Blaster. because he felt they were traitors. Because they, they bugged were, out because they're like, this guy's not going to be a good leader. <laughs> right, right, right. 
it's like what we should all do right now, right, guys? It ha- yeah, it, it's, it has no, like, uh, parallels with our current leadership. Honestly, and- Grimlock... In the comic books, as Donald Trump is a very great, it is. Uh, it's a very might makes I'm right. I'm surprised Donald Trump doesn't wear a crown. <laughs> I am too. So uh, enough about that. Uh, I think it's time to get into our deviations. <laughs> as the listener no doubt knows, Aaron goes first. Yes, Me always. And uh, my script does not actually have that much different it's closer to the movie um the it doesn't really the main difference is it really doesn't go into detail about the specifics of the action that we see on screen really it it sums everything up in one statement of uh cup and hot rod are overrun there's no grand entrance with a door flattening the prosecutor it does say there is a quote war whoop and uh then the dinobots just appear Sludge's <laughs> swatting sharkies with his tail. Grimlock is eating them. Slag is barreling into them. And Swoop is basically doing what we see on screen. There's no mention of Wheelie and his slingshot, which is fair because despite the fact that we see Wheelie attack, it doesn't really do anything. No. Really it's just an irritant. Yeah. It does appear pretty worthless. That way. Yeah. So, anyway, that's it. Um, this is Jet. pretty different. Um, <laughs> so if you remember from last time, it's oh, I'm excited because the last one was a little bit of a, a little bit of a tease. Yeah, like, if you remember, much, what much going on? It's more of a gladiatorial situation, and Hot Rod was pinning uh, one of the Quintessons against the wall while Cup was uh, still down in the in the fray with the rest of the Sharkticons. Um, Cup is now fencing here and there with a line of Sharkticons and says, "They won't stay back much longer, Rod." And I'm like, don't call him that. That's stupid. Rod. Even Rod Serling hated it when people <laughs> called him that. And then um, uh, there is <laughs> some more back and forth between the Quintesson and Hot Rod. Um, uh, Hot Rod says, get back and stay back or I'll take apart this phony judge. And the lead Quintesson says, how frightening. He rotates to smiling face. The lead Wait, Quintesson... that's a different Quintesson than the no, one No, it's the one he's Rod... holding. Oh, okay, okay. And he says... So you said that these were the bipedal Quintessons, but... It they is... still have rotating faces. They yeah. still have rotating faces. Okay. Ah, okay. And here's where the lead Quintesson's head suddenly flies up and away from his neck, and the rest of his body falls to a, with a clatter to the floor. He don't need that body. Nope. Oh, I like this. And he flies out and flies away. Another Quintesson shoves out a new body and neck onto which Lee Quintesson's head flies and locks itself, where he says, Now carry out the sentence. Devour them! That's so interesting. I can see how that evolved. Exactly. Absolutely. where ended up. That's crazy. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. And then Hot Rod joins Cup at the bottom, and he says, Well, it wasn't a bad try. Aye, lad. Not bad at all. There's more fighting, fighting, fighting between them. And then... There's an angle including Quintesson, and then there's spectators and prisoners in the like the jail cells and stuff. I would have liked more of that in mm-hmm. what we saw on Well, there's the, there's the prisoners, including a huge robotoid warrior of glass with iron fittings, rattle the gates of their pen and shout encouragement to Hot Rod and Cup. Ad-libs of, keep fighting, get as many as you can, etc. The Sharticons are closing in. Cup says, till all are one. They, the battle on, and then there is a sudden wail where Swoop dives in with a screech, scoops up Hot Rod and Cup. Mm-hmm. And then the prisoners in their pins, they shake their cages with more encouragement, and then the gates glow red, flame, and explode away to reveal Grimlock standing there who's let them all loose, mm. basically. And um, he says, fight! 
And then on the huge glass warrior, as he roars and breaks the paling off the gate, runs into the arena and skewers one, two, three shark decons as other prisoners stream out and attack. And then there's a bunch of more fighting. And then Hot Rod says, let me down, Swoop. I want to kick some Quintesson. And Swoop swoops laser breath across the arena, striking the fleeing Quintessons. And Cup says, they're finished, Roddy. It's over. Yeah, Roddy. Not, I don't like it. And then on Grimlock, Shark. Wheelie riding his head, using his sling... And he roars and destroys the grandstand with one sweep of his tail, casting remaining Quintessons into the arena. And um, the Sharktacons turn away from the Dinobots, prisoners arriving, and clacking furiously start closing in on the Quintessons. Okay, the tables have turned. Mm -hmm. So a little peek into the next minute that we're going to have as well. I also really liked the game Goonies 2. (laughs) What? Talking about the sling... I was, okay. like, thinking about the evolution of sling to sling shot, and then mm-hmm. for some reason it reminded me of Goonies 2. I don't 2. remember Goonies 2. You never played that game? I might have. I it's don't recall it. It's haunting. It's weird. There's, like, it's a side-scroller with a lot of adventurous stuff happening, but then there's also these weird 3D elements where you're walking through different cubes, or almost like Contra, like, dun 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 mm-hmm. dun dun but you can go left and right, and it's more mazified. Hmm. Ultimately, you're trying to save a mermaid. I don't understand why it exists as a game and why it's called Goonies 2 and not just Goonies, but uh, it was a good game. Okay. Uh, sorry. That okay, that was, that was good. Out of place. That was good from what I talked about. That was a good. That was good content for for that minute. I've completely forgotten about what you were talking about. <laughs> Basically, it's the same thing, kind of, except that it has a lot of prisoners breaking out, which will okay. become not necessarily this important. Glass but man. It, this yeah, glass he, man intrigues me. Yeah, he comes up in in the next couple minutes. Oh, too. does he really? Yeah. Wow. So it's not just a one off thing. No, it's more. I just think of it's nothing like, important. A man really. made of glass would have to be very very careful. Glass with iron fittings, yeah. yeah. Maybe it's like, uh, I don't know. It feels like an ancient sort of Eastern proverb. A, ma- a man made of glass must be Like very, Mr. Very glass? Careful. Yes. From a man, Unbreakable? A man of glass must not wear metal fittings. I mean, it's basically the same proverb as like, yes. don't throw stones if you live in a glass, glass. house. But <laughs> that old chestnut. Different. Uh, have you guys seen Thor Ragnarok? No. Yes. That has the best prison uh, characters. Yes. When you talking about the prisoner sequence mm-hmm. made me think of Thor Ragnarok. Yes. But there's a character in Thor Ragnarok who unfortunately isn't revisited in Infinity War. No spoilers because I know we're all going to We're going to go it. see it tomorrow. Me for the second time tomorrow because <clears throat> so I'll give you all the spoilers. Don't you do that. But uh, that guy, you know who I'm talking about yes. in Thor Ragnarok. That's a great character. It what is. is his name? I don't know. I don't know. Rocky face yeah. funny guy? Yeah. Okay. Rocky face. <laughs> Rocky face mountain high. <laughs> if you're not doing anything, Ryan, let's stick around and watch. No, you gotta go hang. I out. got stuff. He's got a life. I got things. Maybe I'll give you. A I copy. have a real. I'll give you a live girlfriend. I'll give you an illegal copy of Thor Ragnarok since everybody knows about our treachery. Yeah. <laughs> oh, then my, my, Mike Seibert outed us. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess uh, we it's time for the. Do you guys feel the haunting element? It's getting. Uh, oh God, it's cold yeah. in here. Ooh, shivers. I can see my breath. <laughs> right, so, okay, we can... I'm the ghost of the iconic moment. <laughs> you know. All right. Uh, Who wants to go first? Caleb, you got an iconic moment for this? Do you remember this moment? Yes, I do remember this. All right. Gah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the... the Oh, I, I do. I mean, the the smashing in the mouth, hard to overlook. 
Yeah, that would have that was uh, one of my favorites. But I just like again seeing the Dinobots doing something effectual, like that right. makes that matters and <laughs> makes sure. their presence necessary. Sure. If if the whole teeth of the Sharpticon smashing out scene would have been contained in one minute, that would probably be an iconic moment. Sure, no matter what. But build on what you just said, Ryan. Like the the Sharktacon from the inside of Grimlock's mouth mm-hmm. is uh, pretty pretty, awesome. uh, pretty good uh, little scene here. And I mean, seeing Wheelie do something, and most importantly, not speak, <laughs> was nice. Does he speak again in this movie? Yes, yes, he does. When and where? I'm trying to. Oh, because they got they're gonna yeah the ship. Mm-hmm. All right, well we'll we'll get to that maybe next recording. Maybe session. maybe fellas. Mm. Next time on the Autobot Decepticast. We will see that loyalty is not the Sharktacon's most dominant trait. And we'll also debate, without the Matrix, is there any hope at all? No hope, no hope, no hope at all. Maybe? All of that in and your... And no other things. <laughs> We're only going to concentrate on those things in our next episode, 62, Autopod Decepticast. Listen to us, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and tune in. Check out the social media. We're on the Twits, the Faces, the Instas, all of them at APODDCast. I can tell the guys don't like my shortening of that. Uh, <laughs> those social media accounts. Circle that. And of course, there's also our web presence at autopoddecepticast.com. God damn, this is a lot of contact information mm-hmm. dialogue. We just want to make sure we love you guys. Uh, Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, and on the on the website, I you know I'll put like some uh, you know uh, Princess Bride stuff, maybe yes. some extra yeah. content on there. Um, so yeah, check it out. That's about it, Caleb. Anything you want on the website? No. <laughs> why, 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 why are you pulling no. that on me at the last moment? Yeah, all the cool stuff. Put all the cool stuff on the website. <laughs> bye, everybody. Bye, bye, bye. didn't buy any of those little like those uh things that can't the nintendo and the little mini super nintendo with were loaded with games did mm-hmm. you guys get those you didn't no. need it i guess i haven't i have thought about buying actually the the most recent episode of avgn um he plays earthbound mm-hmm. do you guys know that game it was for snes um but i had never heard of it and apparently it's it has a huge following like it has one of the characters or is in um smash brothers from that game oh really and it's an rpg uh, but set in the modern world. An and it's, action RPG? It's... Mm, or just an RPG? Just RPG. an RPG. Okay. I mean, you do things like in towns and stuff, so it's like Zelda. Or gotcha. Um, except that the act, like when you're fighting, it's an RPG. Like okay. Final Fantasy. Gotcha. Um, or like Chrono Trigger. Kind of like that. They he mentions the, <laughs> your eyes. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, it's a very strange game. But that's on the SNES... Um, uh, uh, like throw classic or whatever um because on ebay the actual game that came with a booklet whenever it was first sold is like six to nine hundred dollars wow so yeah if you want to look out for one of those at a, um yeah a thrift shop or something yeah i, I do have our et uh, hey Clive, which is good. that makes you a true collector frustrating and terrible but not what as was- bad as everybody says 
What was that game where, yeah, I'm trying to remember, maybe you were UFOs or something, but you're flying around, you're shooting, like, everything you can, but the helium balloons, I remember, this is a game that you and I would play at your mom's house when we were kids. It was... Not Moon Patrol, because that's one no, I... No, not Moon that's Patrol. That's one I still need no, to No, this get, one was but... nuts. Like, it was crazy. Like, there were always enemies all over the screen. Like, it got hard, hard eventually. And among the things you had to shoot up were hot air balloons. I do I remember, remember like, that. I don't know what game that is. Nah, oh well. Well, I'll tack this on as one of the things that you hate, and maybe one of our listeners will tell us what it, what game that is. <laughs> I don't know if I did an adequate job of describing it's, it. Your UFOs. I don't know. There's shooting. something you're shooting, and actually, I believe it's a shooter. <laughs> <laughs> it is a side-scrolling shooter. It's kind of like Moon Patrol, but just way crazier. Yeah. What you're shooting makes no sense. And there's just a lot of enemies, a lot of shootable things. Hmm. And I think you're flying. I don't think you're on like a rover. Brussels, Brussels, where we sell good. <laughs>